Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B and I'm a life coach and I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of their circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women. 50 to 110 fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom, is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? And this is an inquiry into what is thriving. It isn't like I have the answer because I don't. I just keep living and looking at things. So we were doing a series on what is unacceptable behavior. This will be the last one on that for now. And I'm still working from looking at the Al-Anon literature. And on page 178 of Courage to Change, it says forgiveness can be just a change of attitude. I came to Al-Anon full of bitterness toward the alcoholic in my life. When I realized that my bitterness hurt me more than anyone else, I began to search for another way to view my situation. In time, I came to believe that my alcoholic loved one might be the messenger my higher power used to let me know that I needed to get help. It is not fair to shackle them with credit or blame for the amount of time it took for me to pay attention to that message. I chose to tolerate a great deal of unacceptable behavior because I was unwilling to admit that I need help. I did the best I could with the tools and knowledge I had, and I believed that they did too. 
Eventually, the message got through. I made it to the room of Al-Anon, and my life changed in miraculous ways. I don't deny that hurtful things were said and done along the way, but I refuse to carry the burden of bitterness any further. Instead, I am grateful for what I have learned. I will not allow old resentments to drag me down any longer. I am building a better and more loving life today. Forgiving is not forgetting. It's letting go of the hurt. And that last part was by Mary McLeod Bethune. And then another on page 289 around forgiveness in the same book. The most loving form of detachment I have found has been forgiveness. Instead of thinking of it as an eraser to wipe another slate clean or grab gavel that I pound to pronounce someone not guilty, I think of forgiveness as a scissor. I use it to cut the strings of resentment that bind me to a problem or past hurt. By releasing resentment, I set myself free. When I am consumed with negativity over another person's behavior, I have lost my focus. I needn't tolerate what I consider unacceptable, but wallowing in negative will not alter the situation. If there is an action to take, I am free to take it. Where I am powerless to change the situation, I will turn it over to my higher power. By truly letting go, I detach and forgive. When my thoughts are full of bitterness, fear, self-pity, and dreams of revenge, there is little room for love or for the quiet voice of guidance within me. I am willing to love myself enough to admit that resentment hold me back, and then I can let them go. And then there's a saying from In All Our Affairs, which is another book from Al-Anon, Every time I try to tighten the noose of resentment around someone's neck, I'm really only choking myself. Today I will practice forgiveness instead. A part of me wants to cling to old resentments, but I know that the more I forgive, the better my life works. So I, ha I had to look at that in my life. I looked at the area where I this first started working is when I entered Al-Anon. I'd been in Landmark for a few years, and I'd did a lot of forgiving. I started Al-Anon, I think, 10 years after I did Landmark. I had to look at the disease of alcoholism of my family, really, really get that my parents did the best they knew with the tools they had. And they, they gave me, you know, I had to be grateful that they gave me birth and that I had a life. I had a brain. Um, I was educated. My parents didn't have an education or very much. They had grade four and grade six. It was up to me to break the cycle in my family. Uh, maybe I couldn't stop alcoholism, but I could stop the bitterness and the resentment. And I am so grateful uh, today that, you know, my mom's been dead over 15 years and I don't have any resentful thoughts. And every once in a while, my dad is still alive. I will have resentment thoughts. That things will be triggered. Like three years ago, my father came out to BC uh, to visit my oldest sister and didn't didn't even bother to come and visit me or make a phone call or anything. That brought up uh, old resentments, favoritism, and and again, opportunity with the tools that I have today is to rework my tools. It isn't that I won't have resentments and anger and hurt from my past, but the opportunity is to look at them and I don't hold on to them near as long. And I'm very grateful for that. I can release them and let go with love today, uh, detached with love. My older sister, in my family, they think it's absolutely okay. That is normal to exclude me 
and be favoritism. Can I blame my sister, even though she's in her 60s? No. I mean, she wants to be one of the favorites, of course. And can I blame my dad? He's, he's never looked at uh, that that behavior is, is, is not right. So I, I just have to let it go. None of us siblings are raised together. And so there is going to be times where you try to please your parent. But today I am so free of that. I, I, I don't have to please uh, my father. I know uh, the last time I was out in Ontario in 2016, I was annoyed at my father for, um, I'd talked to him and he seemed to be angry about something. So I just chose not to visit him. Today I can detach with love. I don't have to uh, vomit and say a whole bunch of nasty things to people. I can just let go and let God. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. Where are you being unforgiving or resentment or your behavior is unacceptable because of someone else's unacceptable behavior? And where could you give up being right about everything and be willing to, when you're willing to give that up, you could look at this question, what are you committed to? And start taking new actions from that commitment or that view. What are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? Do you hold on to resentment? Do you, like me, go over and over and over again? Well, they said this and I said that. Let it go. <laughs> that could be a habitual pattern that holds the bitterness in place. So what areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes or Google Plus or Stitcher. Act fast. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. And thanks for listening. Keep a thriving. Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email WendyB at ThrivingAt60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.